Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Shooting Straight. I'm your host, Matt D. Happy hump day. It's good to finally see that the toilet paper epidemic has slowed down a little bit. It only took a week and thousands of people showing how mentally challenged they are across the news outlets so that it was broadcast worldwide to make Australia look really great. Thanks for that, you dumb fucks. I hope a lot of you have really bad diarrhea right now and you're going through that toilet paper like wildfire because you deserve it. All the genuine people that actually need toilet paper that can't get it, I just hope that they live next door to you and you're doing the right thing and giving them a spare roll. If not, then you're just pieces of shit. But who am I? <laughs> who am I kidding? You are pieces of shit. Literally. On the bonus side of things, though, I guess out of the whole situation, there's been minimal talk of the coronavirus the last few days, which I don't know if there's less cases being reported, less people dying, or the media feel like they've already done their job in scaring the shit out of everybody and freaking everyone out, so they will go and buy toilet paper and rice and tinned food so that they can hide in their bomb shelters away from everyone with corona. The other odd thing I did find out that was people have stopped buying corona beers because of the coronavirus. Seriously, how fucking retarded are some people? The beer has nothing to do with the virus, you dumb shits. And if you think it does have something to do with it, well, maybe you should check yourself into the mental health clinic and get a bit of a checkup because you've clearly got some issues that have nothing to do with viruses or beer. But at least I haven't been hearing about the coronavirus every waking minute of the day on the radio or on the internet. So can't be all bad. So it was my birthday on the weekend. Happy birthday to me. And as per usual, over the last few years, my lovely fiance has organized something fun to do. And last year we went go-karting at Kingston Park, which was quite fun. And this year was no exception because she booked us in to do a tour of the artisan rum distillery at Bean Lee. Always wanted to go there and Clearly, she's listened to me talk about it a few times. So she booked us in for a tour and tasting. And I must say, the tour part of it, great. Our tour guide, Abby, she was quite knowledgeable about everything to do with the distillery. And the things that she didn't know, she tried to answer as best she could. But anything she couldn't, at least she admitted that she wasn't sure about the answer. So, and she was hit with a couple of questions that were a bit technical and yeah, I didn't think she'd have an answer for it, but she tried her best. So I can't fault her for that. She did a great job. Once we'd finished the tour, which ended in the storage room where all the barrels were, which smelt wonderful. I imagine that's what heaven smells like. 
it turns out that they actually host weddings in there and it kind of makes me wish I hadn't booked my wedding at Coolum because it would have been really nice to have it at the distillery. Great place. Very great place. Once we finished the tour, then we cruised inside and sat down and sampled nine of Bean Lee's finest rums. And I must say, the two white rums we sampled, vile. They were okay. They'd be okay as a mixer. More than happy to use them as a mixer. But straight up, no. Just no. All the darker rums that they had were all quite nice in their own way. Some of them better than others. So I couldn't really fault any of their rums, really, if... I was going to go to a shop and purchase any of their range. Any of those bottles would do me. And then once we'd finished doing all of that, then we got to do some mixing where we got to mix up our own rum to take home using all the different profiles there. My first two mixes were ghastly. They both had white rum in them and they were both really, really bad, really bitey. My third rum, I decided I'd pull the white rum out of it and just go with some darks. And surprisingly, we were on to a winner. Mixed up great, smelt great, and tasted great. Went down really easy. And even our host, he was impressed by the smell of it. He thought it smelt great. Once we decided to finish up, we bottled up our rums and put the labels on them because we could name our own rum. My name's mine, the Re-Sleeve Rum. Good to drink, bust your ass, so to speak. But once we'd finished doing that, then the host disappeared for a couple of minutes and then he came back and handed me a bottle of their dark rum. Double cask, aged five years. And completely free. Wasn't part of the package, wasn't part of any deal. And it was just a birthday present from them at the distillery, which was very, very nice of them. I felt extremely humbled by that. Nobody is really that nice these days. And I couldn't give them a high enough rating for the overall experience. I'd give them an 11 out of 10. It was that good. So if you ever want a good experience to check out a distillery with a lot of history then you should go there straight up since it's Wednesday there's only one more day until the NRL season finally kicks off Merry fucking Christmas it's just a shame that the first game is the Eels versus the Bulldogs I mean the NRL really fucked up with that one because it's a shit fucking game it's gonna be a shit game both teams suck especially the fucking Bulldogs But it is what it is. At least it's finally some football to watch and get stuck into the tipping comps and put some bets on. At least Friday night's game is going to be half decent with the Broncos-Cowboys game opening up the Broncos... Oh, sorry, the Cowboys' new stadium in Townsville. I honestly can't see the Broncos beating the Cowboys in their new stadium simply because the Cowboys will want to win on the opening game at a new stadium. So they'll come out all guns blazing and 
if the Broncos win, I'll be really happy. But I'm not expecting a win. But you never know. We shall see, I guess. On other Broncos news, it's good to see that Darius Boyd has finally announced his retirement at the end of this season. Only two years too fucking late. But, you know, I'm guessing he was holding on because his missus needed the money or wanted the cash. And he had no choice in the matter. Last year was horrible. Prior to that, he wasn't so bad. He did well for Queensland and Australia and in his Broncos first stint, so I can't hate him too much. He did great for the Dragons in 2010 when they won their comp. He did average for the Knights, and now he's back here in Brisbane. I just hope that his last season, he comes out and has a blinder of a season now that he's been shifted out wide again instead of trying to play fullback or trying to play 5-8, which he is not good at either. He's a winger, and... If Seabold keeps him at centre, then there's going to be a lot of traffic coming his way and his defence, he'd want to pick up his game. But for his sake, I hope he proves all of us wrong and has the best season he's had in a couple of years just to finish off his career. Can only hope anyway. I did see the new Fox Sports ad for the NRL this week and I've got to say... It is fucking shit. Getting Jimmy Barnes to do Tina Turner's Simply the Best was the biggest mistake they've ever done. It was junk. I really don't know how he keeps getting gigs because he's well fucking past it. His music is shit. Especially his last song that he released on the radio, Getting the Band Back Together. (laughs) Leave the band alone, Jimmy. You're fucking crap. You're past it. You clearly need the money, which concerns me about your whole career, how badly you've mismanaged your money because you're still bringing out shit songs now. And I really can't imagine a lot of people buying your new stuff. So give it up, Jimmy. Nobody fucking cares anymore. You keep making shit songs and... Sooner or later, Killing Heidi are going to come back, get back together. And their songs are just as shit, but not as shit as yours. And just when you thought that society couldn't get any worse, I saw a video recently of a young lady, I use the term lady very fucking loosely, taking a piss on a train in Sydney and then wiping her hands on the seat. I don't know whether she was intoxicated or not. It wouldn't surprise me if she was. But there is no excuse for doing that shit. Honestly. Like, where is your fucking class? Next thing you know, there'll be a hobo taking a shit in the aisleway. That'd probably be a bit more classier than you, sweetheart. But whoever she is, I hope she gets charged, fined, and penetrated in the wrong cavity because she is clearly scum and deserves nothing but the worst and she doesn't deserve to be treated with any respect because she clearly has no respect for society or the people around her that were in that carriage 
Like, fucking disgraceful. On that lovely note, I'm going to sign off for this week. If you have any questions or just want to email any feedback, you can email me at shootingstraight69 at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Hope you all have a great week and enjoy the footy. Catch you next week. Up the Bronx.